God is good, and all the time, God, oh, y'all, come on. Y'all act like God is good. God is good, and all the time, ah, uh, it's so, it's so wonderful uh, to be back here. I mean, it, I was just here yesterday, and here I am again, and y'all knew I was coming back, and you didn't raise the temperature a little bit. I was coming back from Minnesota. I was hoping it'd be a little bit warmer, but it's not. But it's so good, it's so good to be with you all um, this morning. Uh, I won't be before you long, but there is a word from God this morning that I want to, um, that I want to bring to us. I want to thank Pastor Lisa for the opportunity, the invitation, and for all of you for welcoming me back home. Uh, this is, this is home, and I praise God for each and every one of you. There is a passage of scripture that I want to highlight for us this morning. It comes from Joshua chapter 5, verses 9 through 12. It says, the Lord said to Joshua, today I have rolled away from you the disgrace of Egypt. And so that place is called Gilgal to this day. While the Israelites were camped in Gilgal, they kept the Passover in the evening on the 14th day of the month in the plains of Jericho, on the day after the Passover. On that very day, they ate the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. The manna ceased on the day they ate the produce of the land. And the Israelites no longer had manna. They ate the crops of the land of Canaan that year. I want to talk to y'all briefly on this topic. We're going to be all right. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, we're going to be all right. Turn to your other neighbor and say, neighbor, we're going to be all right. This is true, y'all. Let us pray. God, we thank you and praise you for this moment in time. Go before us. Be with us. Bless this time. Bless the words. Bless our presence together. God, we thank you. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. As I said, it's so good to be here, and um, I have missed each and every one of you. Um, and also, I have to be honest, I am... Um, I'm working on very little sleep. I've celebrated uh, the wedding of a friend in Chicago just Friday, um, and we celebrated like it was 1999, going into the 2000s. It was wonderful, it was wonderful. All of my friends came together from college. We hadn't seen each other in years, and it was just great. It was a time. And then I arrived this, or Saturday morning, here into Raleigh to officiate dear friend's wedding, um, who called this place home, Molly Crenshaw and Ethan Fitzpatrick. Uh, and that was also a time to, to be with them. And uh, there was just overwhelming joy this weekend. And I walked through those doors, and I was just tired. But then I saw y'all faces. Then I felt the energy in the space, and I felt like I could keep on keeping on. And so I'm so excited to be here. And 
I thought about these weddings and I reflected on the conversations that I had with my friends as we caught up, some going through very difficult moments in their lives and some never seeing themselves in the position that they find themselves now. And I thought about the, uh, um, the resilience, the resilience of the hearts on those dance floors these last two nights. I thought about their resilience. I thought about the obstacles that they had to face to get to where they are, to the obstacles that they had to face for the sake of love. And it made me think, wow, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. I've witnessed what many have gone through, and um, they came out better. I've, I've sat on cold floors with friends as they grieve the loss of a loved one. I've, I've held the hand of one who gained the courage to tell their family and friends who they love and who they are. And I said, we gonna be all right because I saw their resilience on that dance floor these last two nights. And God was in the midst of it all. God made it all right. Though the process was painful, though bruises were left behind, though scars were, were left to be seen, God worked it all out for the good. And you have to understand that God working it out for the good does not excuse the pain. It does not make the pain go away. But God working it out for our good allows us to live with the pain. And God comforts us through the pain. That's God working it out for the good. And this weekend was a celebration for me. It was a celebration of love. It was celebrating newness, a new chapter of love, celebrating a new way of being and existing in the world. And the Israelites in our passage this morning, they too had a reason to celebrate. For 40 years, the Israelites found themselves roaming in the wilderness, roaming in a desert land. And for over 400 years, the Israelites found themselves separated from their land. Can you imagine what it took to keep going on? Can you imagine what it took to keep going on as you saw your father and grandfather and great-grandfather pass on to glory? Can you imagine what it took to keep going on when you did not have the food to comfort you or the, the water to parch your thirst? Can you imagine what it took to keep going on? You may not have to imagine too much because you've probably found yourself in desert places before. You may even find yourself in a desert place right now, moments when, when things didn't go as planned, the, the time when you, you didn't really feel like yourself, the days when you wish it could all be over, the lonely times when tears became your drink and exhaustion became your food. You've been there before, I'm sure. And you may know what I'm talking about. We've all had our desert places, our wilderness experiences, our valley moments, and here you are today. Here you are. Look around and see the people who are present in this room. Here you are today. And I don't take it likely that you pushed your way here this morning. 
Because as Crystal said, I don't know how you showed up this morning. I don't know how you woke up out of the bed this morning. I do not take it for granted that you pushed yourself here today, that you pushed yourself to Facebook Live. Because that takes, some, that takes some, some energy, too. In a global pandemic, when a lot of our time has been on screens, you pushed yourself here on this screen this morning. And there, there is a heaviness in this world, y'all. And I know you feel it. I know you feel it in your heart. I know you feel it in that pit in your stomach. I know you feel it on your shoulders. There is a heaviness in this world that can easily cause us to throw in the towel, but God is working. God is working. God is working. God is working. A manna that will feed you in the desert place. A manna, a quail that you cannot explain that quenches your hunger and your thirst. Something beyond you. Something that you cannot fully grasp. And you say, how did I make it this far? How did I get here? It was only by the grace of God. And time and time after, one time after another, God shows up for us because that's the kind of God that we serve, that God loves us so much that even in the midst of our struggle, even in the midst of our pain, even in the midst of the valley, God stoops down and he picks us up. And you're wondering, how did I get here? It was only by the grace of God. God brought you, God brought us a mighty long way. The Israelites survived off of this manna for 40 years, this bread of heaven for 40 years until the promise. The promise said that they would settle in a land filled with milk and honey, and here they are in this land of promise, and immediately, Immediately, the manna stopped. And on the day after the Passover, that very day, I love, I love the author here, that very day, don't get it confused, it wasn't tomorrow, it wasn't a year from now, but that very day, they ate the produce of the land. I'm sure some of the Israelites missed the manna, of course. They missed the manna because they survived on it for 40 years and they had gotten used to it. But the manna wasn't the promise. The manna was not the promise. The manna was the provision until the promise. What manna have we misinterpreted as the promise? What thing have you gotten used to? Yes, was a blessing, but was not, is not the promise. What thing is just temporarily fixing it as opposed to the thing promised to heal it? Manna is a blessing, but when it is used in the wrong season, or when it is used for way too long, we can sometimes miss the promise. But I thank God that God is a God of grace and of second chances, and we don't really miss it. <laughs> <laughs> but God circles back around so that we may find it and receive it. And God came through. God came through with the come through. God came through, and God blessed them. And what I love is that it says that they uh, uh, feast on unleavened bread. God rolled back the disgrace of Egypt. 
and they feast on unleavened bread in the land of promise. You see, unleavened bread was not uh, was neglected in the wilderness. They they didn't really have time to 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 make this unleavened bread. Unleavened bread takes time. They weren't able to make this unleavened bread even in Egypt, because they didn't have the time. They didn't have the time. But here in this moment, they had the time to make unleavened bread. It's not, it, it wasn't the TV dinner meal of, of manna. But it was time where they could sit for a little while and they could make this bread and feast on it. God was saying, I, I delivered you out of the land of Egypt where you were enslaved. I delivered you where you had no time, where you were marked on how limited of time you have. But now I have brought you into this land, into this space where you have time, where capitalism does not sit over you and rule your time. But you can say, no, I'm going to work for my pleasure. And what if, what if each of us, what if each of us held on to this promise that we too can make leavened bread in our time? That, that, that we don't have to overwork ourselves, that we don't have to push ourselves to the, to the very end, but we can, we can rest. We can rest in what God has given us, this great pleasure, this, this, this great time to, to do what God has called us to do in this world. The time that they didn't have before because of enslavement in Egypt, because of wandering in the wilderness was now reclaimed. And they can eat and enjoy the produce of the land and through it all, through enslavement, through the wilderness, through generations going to glory, they made it to this land of promise. And just as Senator Cory Booker shared with just Katanji Brown Jackson, my sister, my brother, don't worry. God's got you. God's got you. Just as God had the Israelites in the wilderness, God's got you. And because God's got you, because God holds us in the palm of God's hand, because God cares for us and God is concerned for the welfare of God's children, just as God cares for the lilies of the field and the birds of the air, God, who are we that God will not care for us? God holds us up, and because of that, we going to be all right because God has us. And I can say, I can say we're going to be all right because my faith allows me to say it. Because God's track record allows me to say it. The old, the old song says, I've seen what he's done for others. I know he'll do it for me. It is faith, faith that God is going to show up in this chemo treatment, faith, faith that God is going to hold me up as I grieve my best friend, faith that, that, that it won't always be like this, that, that trouble does not last always, faith that weeping may endure for the night. It may endure for the night, but joy will come in the morning. That's my faith, and I, I pray that you can, you can grab hold to that faith this morning, that you can say, God, I believe. And I don't know what you're going through. 
I don't know what's, what's, what's weighing on your heart, what's holding you down on your shoulders, but, but I pray that you would hold on to this faith because this kind of faith is a big faith because we serve a big God who is even moved by our small faith. Faith that we are going to be all right because the very same day, the very same day, they ate the produce of the land. And I wonder this morning, what, what land is waiting to be harvested in our lives? What land is waiting to be harvested in our communities, in Wake County? Who, who, who in our lives, who in this world is waiting to eat the produce of the land? What crops are waiting to be shared in community? Y'all, we gonna be all right. Because God's got us, and we got each other. Pray with me. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, God who has brought us thus far on the way. God of the wilderness, God of the desert place, God of manna, God of great produce, and God of the land of promise. We thank you. God, we ask that you would come and you would see about your children this day. That you attend to the hearts and the cries of your people. That you would continue to hold them in the palm of your hand and lift them up when they feel defeated. That you would wrap your arms around them when they feel alone. God, I pray that in these times when it doesn't feel like we're all right, in the times when the promise seems so far away. God, in the moments when we feel most defeated and we feel like we have been in the valley so long. But though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will not fear. For God, you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. So God, we thank you. We thank you that you are with us and that you got us. And God, we thank you for this community, for the community of saints who are here amongst us and the community of witnesses who cheer us on. God, we thank you. So throughout this week, throughout this month, throughout this year, God, I pray that this will continue to come to our, our hearts, through our mindsets, wherever we may be, that we are going to be okay because you got us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.